The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Um, unless you're on the front lines of the healthcare battle going on around the world and right here at home because of COVID-19, it's really hard to understand what it's like or what could be coming our way. Sandy Buckman is the president of the Canadian Medical Association. He joins us this afternoon. Dr. Buckman, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me, Jaylen. So I'm hearing stories of exhaustion. I'm hearing stories of, you know, our healthcare workers coming home, being exhausted, overwhelmed emotionally, and then I'm hearing great stories as well. What are you hearing from the front lines, Dr. Buckman? Well, yes, uh, I agree. I'm hearing a similar thing. Uh, a colleague of mine uh, uh, just wrote me that he had spent. Um, the whole day yesterday in a screening center seeing with his team over 198 patients who were in being screened and they were totally physically and emotionally exhausted um so uh yeah that's the kind of uh story that we're getting from this we're also getting stories of a lot of uh concern uh from uh, doctors and other healthcare providers about uh, kind of what's coming uh looking for consistent information and uh concerned about uh that will they will they have the for example the personal protective equipment that they need to see patients and that was going to be my next question dr buckman are we prepared and what are we expecting over the coming weeks and months well I guess it depends on how we, uh, as a community, uh, a national community, uh, take seriously the recommendations of our federal government, of the Public Health Agency of Canada, and all our provincial and local public health agencies. If we are able to practice social distancing, keeping about six feet or two meters apart from each other, if we're able to mostly stay home, um, aside from going out for essential visits, if we are able to self-isolate, if we've been traveling in the last uh, two weeks or so, if we repeatedly wash our hands, all those common sense measures, we will avert uh, what could be a very, well, which will be a very serious thing, but we can avert it. We can contain this still and flatten the curve. You know, they're spreading it out so that our whole healthcare system won't be overwhelmed. So uh, we're optimistic that if we pull together, we can achieve that. Dr. Buckman, I have to tell you that a lot of times when we hear the, those three words, flatten the curve, I get texts on my text line from people saying, what exactly does that mean? Can you um, explain it to my listeners and, and, and let them understand how important this is and what it will do for everybody and our medical workers and the hospitals? Yes, it's a, it's, a, it's a great point. So flattening the curve, which we've heard over and over again, means that instead of getting a peak of people who have serious COVID-19 illness, and I might add that 80% of us are going to be fine, probably about 16, 70% of us may need hospitalization, and 3%, usually the most vulnerable amongst us, the elderly, those with many, with other medical conditions such as asthma or chronic obstructive lung disease, diabetes, anybody whose immune system might be suppressed. Those are the people that are at highest risk. But they're, so what we're looking at is instead of having a, a peak, if we didn't undertake these preventative measures, 
the peak of the curve, a really high curve, where it happened, which a lot of people would get the disease very quickly, and we'd get uh, we get big numbers having the severe disease. But flattening the curve means that if we practice these social distancing measures, the hand washing, etc., we will then sort of spread out the number of people that get that ill over a much longer period of time, several weeks or months, and that means our healthcare system will, will be able to handle this uh, this stress, and uh, and it's going to be a lot. It'll be longer, but a lot slower and less acute. All right. So um, I'm curious to know your response to the government response so far. I know the Canadian Medical Association put out uh, a set of one, two, three, four, five, six, six or seven recommendations um, urging the government um, to deal with it in certain ways. Are they doing a good enough job? We really appreciate the way that this government has taken this situation so seriously and the the approach that the Public Health Association of Canada has taken this. We do have every confidence in them them right now. Having said that, we uh, made some uh, six recommendations, which I can review briefly, a clear federal recommendation that Canadians uniformly implement this social distancing paired with the support of financial and economic measures that they're making. We want to, uh, we've requested their leadership that we really uh, ensure getting that personal protective equipment for all healthcare providers. This is the main concern that I'm hearing from uh, both hospital and community-based providers. We need to get them that personal equipment. Uh, Thirdly, we want funding to boost the capacity of the healthcare system. The social supports that we need, the number of ventilators, the uh, number of uh, ICU beds, we need, and we need a coordinated response by, by all the provincial and territorial governments. We want to include more virtual care here. We need funding for yes. it. We've got to get licenses for doctors so that we can practice right across provincial boundaries. We're also seeing that uh, health care providers are undergoing a lot of stress, as we kind of mentioned earlier, physical and emotional. We have burnout is at an all-time high anyway, and this is just going, we're afraid it's going to overwhelm them. So we'd like to see some emergency national mental health support for all health care workers. And we want to see, of course, the targeted tax credits to alleviate those negative financial impacts experienced by health care providers as well as all Canadians. Dr. Sandy Buckman is the president of the Canadian Medical Association, joins me this afternoon. I really appreciate your time on this one. I have a couple of minutes left before I have to go to the news, but Dr. Buckman, I saw in BC recently, they had a call for recently retired doctors to return to work, possibly if the pandemic worsens, that sort of thing. Is that something that nationwide we should be looking at? Yeah, I mean, it's sort of all hands on deck. You know, we need as many uh, well-trained physicians and providers to come out to do the appropriate screening, to provide the kind of assessments that people need. Again, when we talked about the burnout or or doctors and nurses being overwhelmed, we need as many people as possible who are trained and skilled. We can't just train a kind of a layperson initially. We need people yeah. with these competencies who can come out and do this and share the burden. That is, again, that message of coming together as Canadians. So making out that call to those people with those skills, that, that will be able to kind of spread the burden out uh, so that we, we can get through this together.
Does anything have to be put in place legally? Any changes be made to allow that to happen? Well, some, yeah, and they're already happening. So the ability okay. to have uh, national licensure where they, where uh, jurisdictions will recognize the uh, credentials of a doctor, say, from another jurisdiction, there um, there has to be things for, for the malpractice insurance. So our yeah. malpractice insurance association has said that it's okay if you practice in another province. You know, um, there's going to have okay. to be remuneration issues, that kind of thing. Yeah. Before I let you go again, sorry, one more question. There's been a lot of talk about ventilators across North America, around the world over the past number of weeks. How many ventilators do we have in the Canadian medical system and do we need more? Do you know the answer to that? I'm sorry, I don't know the answer to that in terms of the yeah. actual numbers, but if we, uh, you know, flatten the curve again, hopefully we'll have enough. Having said that, <laughs> there are definite plans. There are definite plans in place to for increased funding to increase the number of ventilators, intensive care unit beds, and that kind of thing. That's happening right across the country right now as we speak. Dr. Buckman, I want to thank you for joining me this afternoon. I look forward to talking to you again sometime. Thank you for this. My pleasure. Thanks very much. And Dr. Sandy Buckman joining us this afternoon. He is the president of the Canadian Medical Association. A break here for the 3 o'clock news. On the other side, we'll take a look at small business. Um, we'll take a look at small business and hear from a couple local business owners about how they're feeling given what's going on.